Welcome to another episode of The Middlemen. This is episode 11 or so. I'm not sure anyone's really keeping track of that right now, but I am here tonight with Doug. Sorry, there's somebody out there who is keeping track. We do have those few rabid fans that wait (laughs) by their... Rabies would have killed them by now. They can't be rabid. I'm here with Doug Allen. Sorry. Who um, is our executive something or other? Um, I'm the guy with the ping pong table that we can all sit around. There we go. So he's got the ping pong table, so we put him in charge. And special guest tonight, Sharon Merkel, who we love dearly. <laughs> and uh, Jesse is not with us tonight. So that's always risky when Jesse's not here because we realize we don't have any talent. Uh, so tonight, um, we have a, a topic prepared. Uh, And that topic is about dreams. And I've been thinking about this lately. And it's a common human topic of conversation. And it's, um, it's, you know, Shakespeare talked about it in Hamlet. He was trying to determine the course of his life, the whole to be or not to be speech, you know, the, the line to sleep, perchance to dream. In, in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey, how, as he's being shut down for the last time, says, Dr. Chandra, will I, will I, what will I do? You'll sleep. Will I, will I dream? There's something common and mysterious about the concept of dreams. And what's been interesting to me is that when we dream, is that the world as we want it to be? Is it the world that we fear? Um, read some scientific information this week and, and the dreams are all, they start from a, the parts of our brain that are highly emotional. So they're always tied to emotion. But what's interesting to me is that our, our dreams are, and getting to the topic tonight, what could be more personal than a, a world that is a conversation with your subconscious Images and symbols that you create. You can do anything. You fly in your dreams. I can be anyone I want to be in my dreams. I can be in any time. I can be in any kind of world. I create it all myself. And yet, there are dreams that are common to all of us. We all have dreams of falling, flying, car crashes, showing up to school with no pants on. These are common things. Wait, all in one dream? (laughs) It did happen once, just one, one time. But um, that's pretty wild. Yeah, why when we have this complete freedom to be anyone we want, anywhere we want, anytime we want, do we line up in these commonalities? And so we want to talk about t- that tonight. Uh, we're going to start by kind of going around and, and, and seeing what common dream topics we might have here. And I'm going to start with. Doug. Oh, wow. What are, what are some recurring dreams? Are recurring <laughs> I'm common I'm gonna, dreams. I'm wait, wait. Scare some people what off can right we away. Talk about on the air. What is our rating? Okay, so first of all, before <laughs> we, we get into G-rated. this, before we get into this, I just need to set some some at least a standard here for myself. I <laughs> I I do not have erotic dreams. And so don't ask me about them. I have not had erotic dreams since my wife and I started listening to this podcast together. <laughs> That's interesting. So it's Doug. actually kind of scary. So stay away from those. Okay. Um, I, th- I put a lot of thought into this this morning. Um, 
have lost my. Someone knocked me down here. Okay, sorry, I was being censored there by the <laughs> the Just thought police. For later. Five second delay. <laughs> practicing for later when I need um, to turn you off. I had a, I have dreams that revolve around a couple different topics. Usually they're related, but it's hard to explain. I'll just jump in and say that I dream a lot about school. Um, growing up in a small town, we all went to an elementary school in, in our little town of Hickory. And m- many of my dreams take place in that Hickory school schoolhouse. How old are you when you go back into those um, dreams? It varies. Sometimes I'm current, like what I am now in my 50s. Sometimes I'm a child again, like in, in the early 1970s. So it, um, it varies. But most of the time I, I'm in school and I cannot find my way to the next classroom. I don't know where, you know, Mrs. Uh, McCrory's English class is or, or someone else, some other teacher where the math class is. I just don't know anymore. It's on the second floor. I think it's where Brandy <laughs> Brand has dancing that now. Okay. Yeah, it probably is. Anyway, um, I can't find that classroom and I stress and I'm, I'm just so ag- agitated and it's just an endless search for that room. And something similar to that is when I'm, I've, I have to go to a class and I know I have a test in that class. I know I have a test coming up and I haven't studied. I haven't even been to that class all year. And now I have a finals or I have a test that I am not prepared for. And I'm just scared, horribly terrified about that feeling of just not being prepared for something we're, we're going to get to a point by the way you're, you're you're very much in line with some very common yeah, recurring I, dream sure. topics I, I think other people if, if we had a I actually have something a, written that we can read later whole, about those a whole, things. if we had a room full of people here i'm sure that many people have had similar dreams or i can't find my locker this is a high school dream i'm in high school and I, I'm, I have to go to my locker in between classes, and I've forgotten my locker number. I can't find my locker. And um, I know the bell's going to ring, and I'm going to be late for class. And I, and I struggle, and, I, and I'm looking around, and nothing looks familiar. And it's just a, a big anxiety attack uh, in this dream. And I know these are all related to something. There's some common theme. I haven't given it much thought. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, what if, I, I still have one more I'd like to talk about, but I want to know what you think. I've how, got a whole bunch of stuff in front of me to talk uh, about those things. You, you're, but are you afraid of getting Alzheimer's? Is that? Wait, who like, said that? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Um, um, no, I don't think I worry about like that. You can't remember a lot. Yeah, it, is, it, and, it does come down to not remembering or feeling pressured to be somewhere, do something, and I just can't get there in time. Uh, Being lost is a common theme. Yeah, it's weird. And school yeah. is a very common theme. And another one that I have, I'm, I know I have so many. I'm so deeply marred and <laughs> so many things wrong with me. It's unbelievable. Let's keep it late for the audience out there, Doug. <laughs> we don't but I time. dream that I'm in a play. Dr. Oz is running for office. He can't be here tonight <laughs> to fix you. Uh, I have a dream that I'm in a play, and it could be a high school play. It might be something in in something bigger than a high school play. I don't know what 
I would be involved in, but, and I haven't studied my lines and it's opening night and I don't know my lines and I'm going to let everybody down. And, and the director, or in, in many cases, it's our high school drama coach or high school drama teacher, uh, that uh, I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint. I'm going to I'm going to embarrass him, embarrass myself, embarrass the rest of the people. And I have my script in front of me, and I've never even looked at it. And I'm expected to know these lines. And it's just, oh, it's so so you know, That's just the anxiety stressful. from it. It's just incredible. And it'll wake me in a sweat. You know, I'll just be so messed up by it. <clears throat> and I that is a common dream. I dream that. It's never the same scenario. It's always the same scenario, but different settings. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really screwed up. Not really. You have a lot of stress. You're like a lot I of. I feel people. like. Yeah. What is wrong? I need Sharon. I need another beer. <laughs> what do you have recurring dreams? By the way, the research I read mm-hmm. also is that we forget most of our dreams. Oh, um, I don't. We yeah. well, you do. You don't know that you do, but you do, and so. Uh, we have maybe six dreams a night. A lot of our dreams are only about two minutes, although we may be away for hours, which I yeah. think is fascinating. And and if we don't write them down immediately, we forget them within a few minutes. And so the fact that we have dreams that we remember is indicative that those dreams are particularly you know meaningful to really us. Really weird is I'll wake up and they'll be written on my ceiling. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've had this dream that I'm running through the woods chasing deer and rabbits and I have you know claws and, and fangs and I wake up in the morning and there's mud and blood all over the floor and my clothes are all torn to shreds. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had a dream I no, ate. No, I'm a, sorry, that's a movie. Yeah, I had a dream I, I ate a giant marshmallow. Oh, and I then your pillow was missing. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to go there. Ba-dum-pum. boom. Where's the boom boom? I tried. Yeah. All right, a sound yeah. engineer. You got the volume turned off. <laughs> She's oh, really, there there it is. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never, Sharon. That's what they Share call with her. us <laughs> your innermost thoughts and memories. I, um, this be good. I actually just a dream. <laughs> Wait, leave out the ones that included JD and me. Okay. Oh. Well, that probably is most of that them. That leaves huh? me all of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so I am one of those people who remembers a lot of, about my dreams and a lot of detail. And years ago, I worked with, um, I worked in a mental health office and um, I just worked there. I didn't get, you know, free well. anything. Um, but... <laughs> So my boss actually used to teach, I think he taught a class or something on dreams. So every time I would have this crazy dream I could dream not that find I that remember, class. I remember I, walking around the school, I could not find that class. Go ahead. And so I would always go in and I'd be like, hey, I had a dream last night. Tell me what it means. And I would go into detail. He could always just, he was always just surprised at how much I remembered and what detail I remembered it. Crazy. But I don't. I don't think I really have like the same recurring dream. Like I've I've dreamed that I've been falling and things like that, but nothing that can you like, fly like yours, where you know you remember and it's the same scenario or whatever. Mm-hmm. My, I think the one, and it, I can't even say it's a lot, but I've had a dream 
when I was married and when I wasn't, and but if I was dating someone, and I would have a dream that they cheated on me, Ooh. and I would wake up really ticked off at them, and at for them. no good reason. But it oh. was that real that I was like, you. So you could be in a relationship. Dirty. And a, a good relationship and yeah. dream that yeah. that person cheated on you yeah. and you would wake up mad at that person. Oh, absolutely. Because it was that real. Wow. But of course, what you know, it would take me a day and a half to t- talk myself <laughs> out of it. And they're like, like what did I do? Exactly. <laughs> Poor guys. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that expla- that's the- It explains a lot. <laughs> It's not one of the ones I I I, I know. prepared I for the. Jakey's looking through his notes. He's nothing like that. Well, yeah. no, there is. There's actually. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means. I didn't put it on our list because I wasn't. I wasn't sure, but it's actually most of these things seem very consequential, but they're they're not. They're uh, they're insecurity. Yeah. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the relationship. Yeah, and I uh, feel like it probably just means like for some reason I have trust issues or something. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> that. You would think that makes sense, right? You think it makes sense, but it often isn't even related yeah, to the thing. Like exactly. I, I, you know, I don't uh, obviously don't have dreams like that, as I stated before. But um, I think <sighs> dreams that you are that your your partner's or spouse is being unfaithful, or that you yourself are being unfaithful, are pretty um, pretty common. And, and they're not necessarily. It's usually that you're trying to work something else out. Um, that's you know, and something close to you in your life I, i'll look that up when i've got time but um i don't i don't know that i want to know <laughs> it's better not to know <laughs> daryl probably wants to know daryl not <laughs> now wants to know he's sitting with my wife right now listening to the podcast daryl is sharon's uh current boyfriend what do you mean current i well, haven't had that many yeah two in your life no <laughs> okay we're talking about dreams <laughs> Um, okay, go ahead, JD. Okay, so the one that disturbed me most, I'll oh, start geez. with. Like I said, like some of these things aren't that bad. So like, sometimes I've committed murder in my dreams. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> now she finds the button. But apparently murder is, um, I've got it written down here. Um, yeah. Murder in dreams are just indicate that you are putting an end to an old habit or a former way of thinking. Hmm. So the fact that I have, but the thing is, here's what's weird about, about my re- recurring dreams. I, I never remember the act. I remember the guilt, hmm. which is another dream theme. Like I'm always guilty in my dreams. So like I've gotten away with it. I've you know, buried the body and now I'm just feeling very guilty and, debating whether or not I should turn myself in. I don't remember wow. the act. I don't remember what led up to the act. I just remember that I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of something very bad, and I and yeah. I'm, have to go turn myself in. Is it in. somebody you know that you've killed? No. It's just a random person. For some reason, I killed some random guy. and oh, That's kind of even weirder. But apparently, it's just <laughs> I've, I've put an old habit away. Doesn't that sound but nicer? Wait a minute. He has failed to read the entire paragraph. And you will fail to read it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it also indicates that you have some repressed aggression or rage at yourself or someone. <laughs> oh, that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we weren't going to talk about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks for Glad bringing I'm that here. to light. Glad yeah. I'm here. 
Happy to help. So that's, I got that out of the way, but um, I have variations on common recurring dreams. So there's one common dream and Doug touched on it is you're not prepared and it's often related to school. And so I, I do have the dream that I have a final exam. I haven't been to class. That's mm-hmm. usually college. I'm in the class all semester and I, I get an email that there's a, mm-hmm. there's an exam that I'm supposed to show up for. Um, did so they ha- have email when you were in college? They do in my dreams. Oh, okay. They had e- <laughs> something like email. Smoke signals. Not that old. Anyway, uh, I have variations on, on that not studying dream. One is like the plays. And I think I've mm. had that one as well, mm-hmm. but I'm in a, I'm, I'm performing in a concert. Mm. And it's not like a little coffee house thing that I that I would that I've typically done. It's like there's a there's a band waiting for me. There's a crowd, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. Except that there's tens of thousands of people out there counting on me. I'm going to let them all down mm-hmm. very publicly and very dramatically. And so that's you know I, I have like those performance anxieties. I would like to been there. You're in the front row. Oh, yes. Yeah. And someone give you a You're microphone. Ready to heckle. And then comes the murder dream. My little Bic lighter. <laughs> then, then he kills you. <laughs> yeah, then he kills me and buries me. Okay, so there's, here's another one of the, of the not prepared <laughs> for a big event dream. And this is, a, I think it's related to that, you know, I didn't prepare for the school. And this is, sit back. This one takes a minute. So I wake up with the knowledge that. I'm an Olympic athlete and I'm, I don't know how I know that. I don't know how I know that, but I wake up in a hotel room in in, in some far off land and with the knowledge that I have to represent my country in some track and field event that day. So I, I, ice dancing. No, wait for it. So I, I, I get down to the lobby. I find a cab. I don't speak the language. I get into a cab. I somehow indicate to the cab driver that I have to get to the Olympic Village, wherever that might be. And he understands. He gets me there. And I run into what I guess is the American area where the athletes are. And I, I find the track and field guys. And they all look like Johnny from Karate Kid. You know, these tall, good-looking blonde guys. And I rush in. I'm, like, I'm supposed to do pole vault today, and I can't do it. And... <laughs> They're very encouraging. It's oddly, Why can't you pole vault? Well, I've never done any kind of track and field and, and oh. most certainly not pole vault. I've never, not once in my life have I tried it. I don't know anything about it. And I'm, but all I know is I have to do it that day. And so I go in there and, and they're all very encouraging. It's sure. like, dude, you can do this, man. USA, man, we're the greatest team in the world. We're going to win this thing. And I'm like, I, I, no, I can't do it. I understand, man. It's the, it's the big game. You've been working on this on your whole life. And then you feel like at the last moment, you can't do it. I'm like, no, that's not really not the case at all. I don't know how to do it. Oh, and by the way, in the dream, like I'm, it happened a few years ago, but not that long ago. I'm kind of my current age and level of physical fitness. And no one seems to notice that. So, wow. <laughs> so there's no way you're doing there's this. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Did I've you, never pull vaulted in my life. Did you kill him? No. <laughs> oh, no, they're being very nice. So they're they're all like, dude, just you know, get out there, do the best you can, man. Yeah, I, and you can do it. You can win it for the you can win it for the team. And then they're all like pumping their, their you know their fists into the air, you know, and and you know 
USA, USA. And they all march out of the locker room and leave me there alone. And you, mm. No, there's more to the story. So, <laughs> oh my so at the time, my, my, my best friend, was Jeff Frazier, um, lived across the street. Jeff suddenly shows up. Now, Jeff is a guy that has a lot of talents. Jeff the, bo- also, the boxer? No, not a boxer. He was kind of a caterer oh, kind of guy. Anyway, Joe Frazier. No, Jeff Frazier. Oh, uh, sorry. That would, no, Jeff shows up. And at the time, Jeff was like overweight and a chain smoker, but somehow he knew how to pole vault. <laughs> so we're suddenly transported outside. I don't know how. And the only thing we have to practice with is like a high tension on. Now, by the way, I'm, I'm late now, right? And yeah. so I have found a, uh, a, a pole. It's not the best pole and 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 jeff kind of grabs it he probably was kind of a picky guy he's like he likes to you know he has he's like this is this this won't work and he just runs off with my my vaulting pole and i'm left there stand he's just Who gone that? he's going to go get me a better one but oh. he's gone he doesn't tell me where he's going and when i'll be back and so i'm late i have never pole vaulted and oh by the way he, he did demonstrate before that that he could do a perfect pole vault over top of the over top of the electrical line, but then he grabs, then he, you know, grabs my pole and says, "This won't work," and just runs away. And so I'm left there, standing alone, outside the Olympic Village, and then I wake up. <clears throat> I don't know how I did. You don't know how you did. I'm you took us tell that you far. How you did. <laughs> yeah, I think we can pretty much predict how you did. <laughs> so, but here's another thing. So, have you ever been? Uh, have you ever had a recurring dream? And you suddenly realize it's a dream and you're starting to wake up. Yes. But you don't want to. I want to see oh, how I, I, I have those a lot. This was yes. one of those dreams like, um, okay, it, clearly it's a dream and I'm waking up. No, I can't wake up. I have to find out how this. I had yeah. those all through puberty. <laughs> Get ready with the okay. mute button. Yeah. Let me I'm find sorry. Button That's again. not a. That wasn't bad, no, but it's... But it could lead to something. I did it. <laughs> you weren't there. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have one more I'd like to throw in. I just thought mm. of this. And maybe I shouldn't, but... Probably it is something that, that has happened a lot recently, and I'd like to know why. And I think it might be on your list, J.D., um, and I'll try to do this as delicately as possible, but I have a dream that I'm in desperate search of a toilet. It is on the list. It's on the list. I know. And it's odd that I saw that because I thought it was something that I just never thought of being common. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm usually in a building where yeah. there's a like a locker room sort of thing. And... I go into the locker room trying to find a toilet, and there are plenty, but they're all in use. There are people in them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to end well. And I usually wake up before I either find, you know, get into a toilet or something bad happens. But I have that in the last year, I bet I've had that dream five or six times. And it's a different setting every time, a different, um, you know, area, location. But it's usually a locker room where there's a lot of different stalls, I guess I can say. And they're all occupied. And I'm, uh, I'm in 
great distress. Do you want to know what it means? I did not read the answer on the sheet. Sharon, what does it mean? Looking for a toilet. To see a toilet in your dreams symbolizes a release of emotions. You need. You may need to get. (laughs) That's not even metaphorical. (laughs) You need to get rid of something in your life that's useless. Seeing a toilet in your dream may also be a physical manifestation brought about by a full bladder. Doug, no. are you not going pee-pee before you go to bed? Uh, I usually do, and usually several times through the night, being a 56-year-old man. Um, 57. 57, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, um, to correct your age now? Yeah. But no, I don't think that's the reason. I think it's maybe some emotional, I don't know, but it is very, you know, discomforting in the dream. There's all different things here. If you're seeing a toilet or if you're cleaning a toilet. No, I never clean a toilet. If you're seeing a clogged toilet. (laughs) Nope. All these are different reasons. No, I'm definitely searching for one that is. Overflowing or flooded toilet. No. Wow. No, this is definitely looking for one that's not occupied and, <clears throat> and not finding one. I think it's. I think we know what that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, that just kind of came to mind. I didn't even know it was on that list. I'm sorry. Well, other other topics, oh, things that are are common dreams, falling. I always heard the theory I, that if you fall, you dream you're falling and you land, that you die. Okay, think that through. What? You wouldn't know. Nobody would know. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe someone fell and died and came back to life. I don't know. But it does make, I've never, I've, I can remember falling and like waking up before I hit. Everyone, most people. Oh yeah, you grab most, the most, bed. Most people dream of falling and, that, 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 and they wake up. Sometimes they're actually falling out of the bed. Um, dream that you fall and are not frightened. If you're falling and not frightened, it signifies that you will overcome your adversities with ease. To dream that you fall and are frightened indicates a lack of control, insecurity, or lack of support in your waking life. Huh. Now, related to falling is flying. And I like this one because I, I can fly in my dreams. I have, to, I have to concentrate. I have to think very late thoughts. Do you have to flap your arms? I don't have to flap my arms. I levitate. <laughs> And then I get to a point where you I can levitate. where I can soar, and I'm usually going above hickory, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm above the houses and the trees. And but if I if I lose my concentration, I lose altitude. Oh, so it, it's very much like Peter walking on the water. If I if I yeah lose focus, I sink. So I but I if I can fly in my dreams. But here's what that means. So with the <laughs> So, by the way, these are all, just to give credit where credit's due, I was looking at CNET.com, and this was also a uh, website called uh, DreamMoods.com. But um, flying, to dream that you are, and some other sources that I weren't as significant, to dream that you are flying (laughs) signifies a sense of freedom where you have initially felt restricted and limited. To dream that you are flying with black wings signifies bitter disappointments, Dreaming that you are flying underwater represents control over your emotions. I'm always flying through air, and I never have wings. Hmm. So 
it, I guess it means I just have a feeling of those are, those are fun minute. dreams. Oh no, that I thought there was one on here about being a plane, but it's a plane crash. Do you ever crash when you're flying I, like a plane? I don't crash. I, I land kind of softly. I but I, I I typically try to get in the upper stratosphere. Like I try to get as high as I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you so, think you're better than everyone else? It doesn't say <laughs> that. <laughs> it's not on the paper, Sharon. <laughs> You're just being judgmental. I'm just judging you right now. <laughs> you just wish you could fly. You're jealous. So flying through the water. <laughs> oh, I can fly. Flying through water. Isn't that just swimming? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we I were. I dreamt that I was swimming. Depends. But are you completely submerged? And maybe you're just driving a submarine. If you dream about floods. Uh, yeah, short pants. If you dream that you're in a flood, it represents your need to release some sexual desires. <laughs> I don't Wait know if I've Where ever... Where is that? That oh, is the second is. item on page one. <laughs> I've never heard that It's before. only on JD's copy. I've never heard that before. That was a note in the margins to myself. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that wasn't for the show. <laughs> Who wants to read the next one? We I went over flying already. Car crash. Car Sharon, crash. You brought it. Ooh, that's, that sounds sad. Car crash. To dream that you are in a car crash indicates that your beliefs, lifestyle, or goals are clashing with another's. It may also represent a shocking situation or painful experience. So I can understand the symbolism there that you, you're crashing into someone else's or your, your beliefs are crashing into someone else's or your lifestyle is crashing against someone. Uh, your goals are clashing with another's. Uh, I understand that. I don't think I've ever had a dream about a car crash or the, you know, implications of that or what might be the outcome of that. The one right uh, after that is plane crash. To dream that a plane crashes signifies that you have set overly high and unrealistic goals for yourself. Oh, like, never like, like, for like, me. like the goal of becoming an airline pilot. <laughs> Was that one of your goals? No, but I've started that to the plane oh, okay. crash dream. I it's, set it's, very it's, low goals. It's, it would be, <laughs> it'd be ironic if your goal was to become an airline pilot and you dream about plane crashes. Oh. I'd like to know that, by the way, before I get on your <laughs> Yeah. I just have to say, it's a good thing Jesse's not here. That's one of her biggest fears. Really? Plane crash? Well, flying, you know. Flying in yeah, general? I'm not, not crazy about it. Uh, looking for a toilet. I think we've covered that yeah. one sufficiently. <clears throat> houses. This, one is, this one's interesting. I do have recurring dreams about houses. To see a house in your dream represents that your heart, that you, represents your own soul and self. So your house is your soul. And specific rooms in the house indicate specific aspects of your psyche. The attic is your intellect. The basement represents your subconscious. Say anything about bathrooms. There's no. It, we're <laughs> done with bathrooms, Doug. <laughs> the house has no, the house in your dream has no bathrooms. Okay, oh! they only exist. You're going to be searching for a toilet. I'll be in the. I'll be in the locker room. But but um, people will often dream, and I have this dream where I am walking through my house, and suddenly there's an extra room. That you've never been in. Never I've never been in before. I'm like, really? I'm cramming in this like mm -hmm. office space that used to be a bedroom, and I could have had this like spacious room, and or I could. Set Are this there up. other people in that room? No, it's just mine. I just can do anything empty. I want with it. Anything I want with it, and and that indicates um, 
it's associated with a rediscovery of lost aspects of the self, noting that it's often experienced by women. Mm. I'll figure that one out. <laughs> you have you're, you're very you probably should have stopped before you side. got to that. <laughs> so it, it, it means that there's personal hobbies that you want to explore if you find another room in your house because you can set that up as a studio oh, or, uh-huh. in my That's case, it. an office or, or, or maybe an office mm-hmm. and a studio. Mm-hmm. But you find an extra room that wasn't there before. Uh, I sometimes will dream I'm in a, like a, a familiar town and I will just kind of happen upon a house that I used to live in. It just suddenly looks very familiar to me and I reach in my pocket and I have a key that opens it. And I did this, Ooh. I went through a few months here. Yep. where There, that one. And that's not on this list, by the way. So I'm looking at you guys to figure it out for me. So I, at one point I'm in West Virginia, at one point I'm Thank in Philadelphia. You. I think one, you hold the key to the world? The key to every, I have the key to the house. Now the, every house. The house is Not my, just any house. No, any it's a house, house that's familiar to me in a place I used mm-hmm. to live. Okay, so it's either a place I, I, I used to live in that house. Do or, you ever open the door? Yes, I do. It? And who's behind the door? No one's, are you looking into your past? Well, at one point there were a whole bunch of people in there. And is there were, a bathroom? And they all had... <laughs> Keep looking, Doug. Do you kill someone in the house? I don't kill anybody. So usually the house is empty, and I usually find a couple of guitars in the basement. Is there a loaded gun? That's your subconscious. Or or I've collected a bunch of old cars, and I've forgotten about them for a lot of years, and then I drive them around. Matchbox cars? No, real cars. cars. Like There's a a 1972... This gets very specific. (laughs) 1972... Chrysler New Yorker. It's what black. the interior? It's black and has black leather seats. I know the car. You know the car too. Yes. And that car shows up in my dreams and I drive it. And as I'm driving it around, I realize this thing has not been registered for 25, 30 years. And I'm, I'm in big you're trouble. You're in trouble. Then, yeah. I'm, then I'm back into now the guilt. you're not I'm prepared a, again. I'm not prepared and guilty. And guilty. Is there a body in the back? I never look. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> Do you have a key to the trunk? In your pocket. I have a key to the trunk, yeah. (laughs) Is there junk in the trunk? Okay, next. I don't have to answer that question. (laughs) This is also a common one that I've heard people say. What? Not being able to speak. You're in your dream, something's going on, and you're trying to either yell, like if somebody's attacking you or chasing you or whatever, you can't yell. You can't say anything. It's like you're trying, but you can't. yeah. So that says... I've had that dream. You're right. I, it's just not coming to me. Like It's almost like a night terror where you're you're in some sort of distress. I don't even know if this is... I was conscious or not, but I couldn't scream. I couldn't... In the dream, you don't know? I don't know if conscious? I was even dreaming, but I, I can remember <laughs> that it was like... I was so scared upstairs. I don't know. Like you can't speak. Was Robin, Robin holding a pillow over your face? You could have been. Could have been. Maybe it's when I'm here. You can't get a word in because Robin and I That's never true. shut up. That's true. That's it. That, could be that it. is it. Thank um, you. Okay. You've so anyway, <laughs> keep going. I feel so much better. Water roll, Sharon. Let's go. <laughs> the, what that means, if you're one of those people who can't speak in your dreams, that you. Um, it indicates that you are afraid to say something for fear of being criticized or judged. Or there may also be a situation in your waking life that has left you speechless. 
So I don't think I've ever been speechless. So um, Doug, Doug, <laughs> Doug thought he couldn't speak, and now he's got his own podcast. <laughs> that, I don't, it's not my own podcast. It's all of our podcasts. It's a group podcast. It's your but ping pong I'm table. Just, I'm it just sitting It's your it ping pong table. table. I'm just a guest. Right. No, I think you pretty much submitted yourself as a, uh, a regular now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even find the right buttons. I need <laughs> Jesse back. <laughs> This next one is a very, very... This bothers me. Yeah, go um, ahead. Very, very popular dream of losing your teeth. And I've heard many, many people say that before. And that means usually that you're experiencing some kind of social anxiety and a fear of rejection. So... Hmm. I've never lost my teeth in a dream. I don't think I have And you've been rejected so many times. That's so (laughs) weird. Yeah. (laughs) Happens so much in real life, I don't have to relive it in my dream dream world. Uh, Thank you, Sharon. That was a good one. (laughs) Set up and hit squarely across across Uh, the diamond to the left field. I have not had that dream either, even though I have lost my teeth, a good many of them. It was in a toilet. (laughs) That's why he's looking for it. Uh, I I don't remember losing my teeth in a dream. Yeah, I, I, I think, think I actually remember. I think I dreamed I gained teeth. <laughs> you had too many. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that means something. I'm sure. Attack. To dream that you you attack someone represent pent up frustration and anger. You feel that you have been wronged. Your dream serves as an easy and safe way to express your anger. To dream that you are being attacked by someone indicates your mm-hmm. character is being questioned. You feel the need to defend yourself. Um, boy, I, I can't think of any. That's I don't pretty see. self-explanatory. I feel like that one. I don't remember that. If it has happened, uh, I don't know. JD, have you ever been attacked? It sounds yes, like you have. I have, and I defended myself very well, apparently. It's a pole I, vault. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to explore what. Pole vaulting means in a dream. <laughs> yeah, we need Jesse sometimes a pole that. vault is just a pole vault, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Some, <laughs> doesn't doesn't have anything. to mean anything else. I mean, Freud <laughs> said that, right? <laughs> Somewhere. And that leads right into our next topic. <laughs> oh, th- now let's, let's, let's get into this one. <laughs> yes, this is a very common Sharon, one. will you read it? Yes, Sharon. And, and, and explain any time this has happened to you. This has not happened to me. Oh, come no, on. No, I swear this has not happened to me. Not um, in a dream. <laughs> oh, not in real life either. Um, so if you dream about being naked in public, hmm, that, that dream says... That you have a fear of being found out or exposed over your activities and that you feel you are being misjudged. Now, men will often have this dream and it seems to get combined with other dreams. Like I go to school mm-hmm. and I look and down. Or I'm I speaking for- at work, I like forgot in a to, meeting. I forgot to put pants on. Yeah. 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 And, or yeah, I'm, I'm at a conference table yeah. and I'm supposed to stand up and I, I think I'll just present from here. <laughs> <laughs> And isn't it funny how, like, in the last couple of years, we all probably sit behind a computer on mm-hmm. a meeting, yet we have no pants on because we're home on a Zoom meeting. I don't think I've ever done on a, a meeting Teams with no meeting. Pa- have I ever done a meeting with no pants? 
Uh, Definitely wearing sweats with a suit coat and a tie. I've done that. Who was that guy from CNN? Remember that story? Jerry, Jerry Tubin? Yeah, yeah. Is that his I name? guess he. Let me look that up. Did some Zoom meetings without pants. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you have to do. They hired him back. Anyway, I have. I've. I remember having dreams, and maybe not even that long ago. It's hard to tell when you when you remember a dream. You don't remember how far back it was, but I remember being on a school bus. Going to school or coming home from school and realizing I didn't have pants on. And it was like, okay. And you freeze for a second. You're thinking, does anybody know? Doug, you're forgetting. I rode your bus. I know. And I think this has happened several <laughs> times. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just Jeffrey Tubin, Just by kidding. the way, the uh, <laughs> pantsless guy on CNN was Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah. They're a legal analyst. All right. Yeah. Um, Yes, I've had that dream of public. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was nudity. I don't remember having any kind of uh, undergarment on. It was. It was. It was the full money. I have <laughs> boxer shorts typically. Really? Yeah. Little horsies. Not stripes. Oh, okay. Hearts. <laughs> Red lips. Don't have hearts. <laughs> Red lips. <laughs> wow. You see those in TV I have shows never all seen those. Like lipstick and you know, no, oh, no. please come on. That's so weird. <laughs> Our right. next podcast will be about underwear. Uh, returning to school, I find this one fascinating. I think this is where we should wrap up. And we kind of went over this with Doug a little well, not, bit, yeah, but it's there's more to it. I have so much wrong with me that <laughs> I obviously deserved more time on this subject. There's so much. I'm head. trying to look at see with the few that we have left what are very common. Well, I think I think somebody more, might want to hear. There's more like, about what does it mean? There's more about returning. Janie's sitting in her car right now, going, "But I dream this. Well, Tell me what that returning means." Returning to school. Well, not, call uh, our show. <laughs> call in right now. All right, <laughs> returning. To, we, we won't, won't answer. We won't be here. <laughs> Net will be back up, and they'll be playing ping pong on this table. <laughs> So returning to school, now that can mean a couple of different things. And I read more than what I have on the paper here. But it can be uh, you're, it, it was a comfortable time for you, and it, it's taking you back to something that was, was pleasant. You didn't have a whole lot to think about. Um, you know, you realize now that that actually was a, a great time in your life, and the things that seemed dramatic really weren't impacting your life for the rest of, your, of, of the time on Earth. Where you were, school was was a time you want to go back to. You, you're back in school because you want to go back to school. If it wasn't a pleasant time, then it is indicating something that is stressful in your life and is reminding you of the stress that you had as an adolescent. So, JD, you had such a thing for the majorettes at our high school. We've covered this adequately. <laughs> I've got no more I to add. Would wonder if it was a good time for you, high school, or was it? Was the overwhelming rejection a bad, bad thing? I would guess the latter of those two. And that's sad because... My high school years I were mostly good. I had such good relationships with the majorettes and cheerleaders. I'm sure I you can't did. believe you struggled. I just wanted to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone knew he struggled. It was an inner struggle. It was an inner struggle. Yeah. I struggled oh, silently we knew. and alone. <laughs> I didn't know. The the murders and the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever murdered a majorette in my dreams. Um, so you're all safe in out there. In their dreams, you did. <laughs> <laughs> a 
get them on the show. Uh, With that, Shaney Scott, that was a Shaney Bologna. That was a reach out to you. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can uh, be a guest anytime you want. Uh, We'd like to again. interview you and in, uh, in your feelings on JD's. Isn't there uh, a button on that board, Sharon, <laughs> that will end all this? All right. I think it's that time. All right, Thank guys. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Thank right. you everyone. The Middleman, a Slow Kids at Play production. Executive producer, writer, and co-host, Doug Allen. Writer, original music, and co-host, JD Little. Sound engineer, writer, and co-host, Jesse Merkel. Visionary, marketing, and catering, Teddy the Wonder Lizard. Drop us a line at themiddleman.99 at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at themiddleman99 or Instagram at themiddleman.podcast. The Middlemen, available wherever you get your podcasts.